Hi, I'm Sophie, and I haven't seen a lot of movies. Hi, I'm Paul, and I'm here to help with that. And we are... SP Film Viewers. So far, I've done a very good job of scaring you, have I? No. <laughs> now you're making me anxious. Well, the patrons are sort of to blame, in a way, but I obviously I instigated what the picks are, of course, for yeah. what they're up against. But I want to thank you, the patrons, again, for picking out of the two choices. And by quite a landslide, essentially, <laughs> the, the overall winner was a sort of surprised by, but is the film Ghostwatch. Well, already, the fact that it says ghost, and I'm like, okay, here we go. Because yeah. right. I know from the other one, what, what was the, the other option against the found footage thing was all about ghosts, so it was slightly different. But this... I, I is did, this like a... In conjunction with apparently, found footage. But has a bit of both, I suppose, in a way. I always think of this as like a, um, I don't know, Ghostwatchers... Most haunted or something is that? Is it something like that? Is that... akin to that? I suppose, yeah. Okay. In, in a in a so sense. So I can take so... it with a pinch of salt, then probably, maybe, because it depends. Like if something like oh, this candlestick's moving by itself, I don't really think that. I think it's more like seeing something physical, like a ghost, would scare me. Right. So that's my level. So if it's going to be like oh, something's moving, I could be like, yeah, okay, and not really take it that seriously. Well, it did convince people back in 1992. On Halloween, there. So, yeah, 31, 31 years ago. Oh, yeah, it's my yeah. year. Yeah. Date of birth, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. 31 years ago. Yeah. So, we were more gullible back then, yeah. probably. Because part of the, the, I say, charm with it, or the fact of looking back on it, is because there were genuine broadcasters that people in the, in the BBC mm-hmm. saw as, you know, thought they'd be like genuine. Okay, so it's like a, a a bit like an April Fool's kind of vibe where they're like... They were so convincing with what they were doing, how they were acting just as normal as if they were doing a, a broadcast. That people that, thought that, it that was they real. They generally thought that what <laughs> the, the, was, was real, so um, there was a lot of distress and worry from it all. And so, yeah, it's so, so, sort of a controversy. Was it live on TV? Like, was it live at that time? Yeah, it was. That... That's, oh, that's, okay, that's, so that's... that's the thing, but then it was never like... Talked about again for ages and ages, and then now it's sort of come back around. I'm interested then. I'm intrigued. I don't know if it's going to scare yeah. me. We'll see. Yeah. Well, you, you might, you probably recognise some of the people. Um, mum, mum voted for this, and she actually said she recognised some of the people in it. Yeah. So Michael Parkinson is one of the people who's in it, but he passed away earlier this year. In fact, August this year. Oh, bless so he looks familiar now. The older version yeah. of him. Of himself. I mean, he's always. To me, he's always seemed like an old man, if that makes sense. You know, he like, kind of reminds me of the guy like who wants to be on a millionaire. Chris Tarrant. To... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that like, kind of man, yeah, like just yeah. always old. old. Yeah, essentially, yeah. Yeah. And Craig Charles, who's from like Red Dwarf. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you, you you might go, yeah, I kind of sort of know who that is, but maybe younger. But obviously this was, this was done when people were out in 1992, when I was just like, you know, just being mm-hmm. bought and I would have been... Yeah, I'm not old. saying that you would have so recognised... Like, no. Come out of the womb! <laughs> no, 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 I'm, t- I'm not I'm talking about the fact that, oh, yeah, you knew from when you were born. That, that Oh, yeah, I remember that vague memory of... And also you wouldn't have see- seen anyway, but I mean, like, from going, oh, yes, after the fact, you might have seen them on the television. I'm only winding you. Yeah. Yeah. I need to give myself 
a little bit of laughs and fun while I'm going through mm. Halloween season. Mm. But I think it's very good anyway. And so we will see. Yeah, we will, and we'll be back very shortly with Sophie's thoughts on Ghostwatch. I don't know what to do. Should we go back upstairs and do... Children, come on. No, Sarah, Sarah, stay where you are, please. Sarah, stay there, please. Don't go upstairs. Why? Because we hear that Susanna's got out of bed, but she's not yet stay appeared. Stay here, I don't know she's why. Not, she's not appeared on the landing. Susanna, where, where is she? It, it, it could be a piece of its usual misdirection. I just, trust me, Sarah, stay there. And we are back, having seen Ghostwatch. Was it actually scary this time? <laughs> it wasn't absolutely petrifying, and I didn't have nightmares. But there were certain, certain elements to it. Yeah. Which made me feel uneasy or jump or be a boo. Yes. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, to be fair, there's it's quite, a, a, I'd say, a slow burn in terms of what it has to offer, but <laughs> given what it's going for in terms of tone and everything that yeah it's got to build that momentum to get to a point where it feels a bit uneasy and unsettling it's mainly the girls that creep me out to be fair well you always say don't you like yeah anything to do with children being any ghostly apparition stuff is is a bit for you children yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. and i think that's what it is it's like is it suzanne and um, Kim. kim yeah they can kind of see pipes that's what they they call the the ghost. Well, oh. we we kind of go. Th- we still really don't truly know what he is. They, they think he's a ghost. They think poltergeist, like some form There's of demon kind of thing. I, I don't a lot know. of things thrown around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you don't really get much to know yeah. what actually is it. And I think this is a bit that scares me the most. Is especially when Kim or Su- I think it's. Susan says, "Get off me! Get off me!" And she can feel him touching him, but like somebody's looking at her, like, "Well, there's no one touching you," mm. and he could hurt her. And no one could do anything about that. And I generally do believe that that's, that could happen. That it's in somebody's head, do you mean? Like, they're thinking that the No, touch- like, something is actually they, doing that, yeah. but no you one would believe it. you. Because you can't see it, yeah. essentially. And but... how can you stop it? Yeah, there's nothing nobody can do, you mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's all sorts of things going on with it, like the apparitions and things that you see and all the other tests that they run. Yeah, because I'm, I'm a genuine believer of... There is, there is spirits, there is ghosts, there is something, even if it's a memory, there's clearly something in our world that is, like, once you've passed on, there is something else. I don't know what, but I know that there is spirits and there is... And there's, some, there's like, the one of the people that's interviewed in, in it, this, one of the spirituals and saying about, like, how houses, you know, inherit things. I, I agree, yeah. It, it must respects. have some form of trauma, like, if somebody's murdered in a house, you would... I definitely do feel like that way. Like in our, if we were watching this in an old house, which was a terraced house, and it had a cellar, and it had a similar layout to that house, and it had like the old creaky floorboards, mm-hmm. and yeah, it wasn't like a pleasant looking place, was it? wasn't well kept. No, not not to say that you didn't do that, but when you, it's just it was a bit of a dive in comparison to what got here. 
Yeah, and I think it yeah. was just obviously because we were renting it, so the landlord wouldn't want to put much effort, effort in. into it. And yeah. then we got to a point of, well, why are we putting effort in to something yeah. we're not benefiting but, personally from? We're just be- making it the house better but, for them. But the atmosphere of that house was a little bit more, I say sinister, but... No, I yeah. think 100%. Yeah. Now I'm thinking could... about it, I, I do think that. Because I used to get scared going, like, oh, up the stairs. And you said you, you'd you seen some, think you saw something at the top of the stairs, or felt like a presence yeah, there. Yeah, all and the time. Thing, and then even in the attic, but I ne- weirdly, I never really felt. Well, we had that weird uh, little door that's like the glory hall of whatever Yeah. that's in this film. Um, yeah. And we, are, we had a cellar, which I've never been down until the last time the day we, we left. Yeah. And you went down and there was chains and this... <laughs> cloth that was yeah behind it so yeah some behind of like, it. some torture chamber yeah but, and it just make you feel like and I think we'd only just watched was it Parasite was it Parasite um, yeah no yeah that's at that point yeah 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 and I was like oh no I <laughs> I really can't be doing with anything like that so I think luckily for us this house feels like lots of people have had lovely wonderful memories here and I do think that matters like if your house has had trauma just like anything uh-huh. It's still going to be there, uh-huh. isn't it? I guess, yeah. And this is so, kind of what this film's yeah, saying yeah. is like, and, and also what the, the the people are retelling, like of the area when they're telling of like almost like well, ghost stories, campfire stories, or whatever you want to call them, where like incidents that happened within that area, the, the scary man who lived in that house, or somebody died, or the, you know things going on mm. within the area that just were a bit unsettling and stuff. So it's like a bad neighbourhood essentially yeah overall it's just kind of that that vibe vibe. I think your mum's the same though isn't she she can walk into a room and kind of sense Sense something yeah something and I I don't even know how to describe it to you because obviously for you you're a bit of a cynic on that and I think this is why ghost things really do scare me because I generally believe there is something whereas for you you're a bit like is it Michael Parkinson yeah 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 so trying to get the the facts and the truths out and from it, I think thinking he, it rationally, and mm. just like, oh, this is all like hoax, and I've had a bit of a joke about it, yeah. kind of thing. But and I think until you see something, I don't think you'll ever truly, truly. fully want to, be- to mm-hmm. believe it, because mm-hmm. I think for you, you have to physically... Experience it, yeah. yeah yourself, yeah. and then you yeah. would generally believe it. Yeah. So, obviously, when the history of this film is, or the television broadcast of it, at least, and it never got aired again after the fact, because it's like one and done thing, so it kind of got swept under the rug... BBC was sort of in a lot of trouble for the fact of what people generally thought it was, it was real, real. And, and then some people didn't at the same time. Like from back in the day in 1992, you know, 31 years ago, if anyone Yeah, it was, it was like before like internet was even really... Well, yeah, you can see how they were dialing homes. in. Yeah, yeah, exactly, um, on phones and stuff. And t- television was your source of information other than the newspapers. But yeah. Yeah, you couldn't just go on Google at that point. And no, you couldn't. It wasn't even and a thing. You, I don't even know if dial-up was even no, 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 no. I think it was more for, like, in, like, be, be, like scientific laboratories oh, and like stuff. Businesses, like, yeah, like businesses, like, for example, they've had yeah. um, the BBC no. have obviously had some form of technology and such to be able to go back yeah, and forth no, on cameras. No, no way would you have computers in homes at that point. No. No, it wouldn't have been a commercial Like, I thing. remember seeing the TV when um, Sarah's at Fox, Fox Hill Drive mm. and the way that like, those little tellies have been placed together. Yeah. And now, like, that would just be one big screen Green. and it wouldn't even phase yeah, yeah. anybody. Or it would be, like, seamless without the borders, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Get, yeah. get those, yeah. Yeah, so in terms of, like, the technology of that, it's... I can understand so why they would be shocked, shocked about it and people would generally think, yes, this is real. 
Mm-hmm. And I think I'd be, probably if I was not zero or one at the time, <laughs> I would have generally believed that it was true. Because obviously for that time, the television, you know, is something that you trusted the news essentially. You know, yeah. like for that's what you based. Or you'd read it in on. a newspaper. Yeah, for that. So why, you know, why would they pull a fast one on you really in this instance? And it's not like it's April Fool's or anything yeah, like yeah. that. It's more like a Halloween prank, essentially. Yeah. I quite but, like it that they've done it, actually. They'd never do it today because they're so strict now. Well, not only that, it's obviously maybe leaked on the internet prior to that or something would come out for something like that. Yeah. There's no way you would be able to cover up the same way. You know, like, oh, is this, you know, Google it, is this real, whatever. True. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah, or it would be some evidence that they'd found or something would, like, you'd Google Fox Hill Drive and then it'd be yeah, like, oh, none of this is, is, oh, it's not even a place or mm-hmm. something. And then you'd know it, it's not real. Yeah, but they did have like thirty thousand phone calls from viewers. I know, obviously, the kids saying that we've been traumatized, and I can imagine it is scary, and it was believable because it were presenters that they knew at the time. You know, it wasn't like it was just a random bunch of people. It were people who you saw on TV and you trusted. Yeah, so that makes adds to the believability. But do you think at any point, like the any of their act? acting because obviously they are acting it out in it essentially from a script given something obviously maybe ad lib some things you know like mm. and things if they like forget the lines is not so problematic because that makes it a bit more genuine because it's you know, like they're live and they're like the mother I or i think the mother yeah i was gonna say the actual presenters you can't fault them because like, that's their job yeah. they're on yeah. tv all the yeah. time yeah not saying they act but they're just presenting and doing a role yeah, yeah. of what they would do day to day so i feel like they delivered it quite well yeah even Sarah, for example, I think she did really well in the house of acting scared and because obviously that's not something in your day-to-day job no, needs no, to be no, acting. No, no. So she did really pull that off. But yeah, I think the mum but then she was quite poker facing. She just she was very expressiveless, is that yeah. a word? No emotion. Yeah. On her face really. But, but most of the time, other than sort of like in a voice really. But yeah, she didn't really like raise her eyebrows too much or anything but like that. But then I think the girls were a bit creepy that way because they were scared, but like the way that they looked at you sometimes, I don't know if it was just like the way that they were acting to make mm-hmm. it, you feel a bit un- uneasy. Easy. Yeah. Because you didn't know halfway through who to really believe at this point, did you? No, not really. Because they made it sound like one of the girls was the one who was being, let's say, let's say possessed, but it was more the other girl who was you know, being brought into it all. It was actually more about her. So I don't know, because, like, Susan was, she's a teen. Yeah. And they were kind of, they did bring this other guy on who was a bit of a sceptic and was like, oh, no, she's just a cry for help. She's just yeah. a teenager, attention-seeking yeah. and all of that. And then you do get her banging on the, the pipes on the pipes yeah. and kind of this weird sinister thing. And you think, well, is she being possessed at that point? Is pipes making her do that? To throw you off the scent. Yeah, because then she's acting like, I didn't know I was doing it. Mm-hmm. Or is it actually actually her? You, you... Well, well, that's what that's what was it, uh, Doctor Lynn, who's saying about it. Like she's like the expert in all this kind of like psychology of it all mm. and the research into it. So she's there to, along with Parkinson in the the newsroom about like going against like back and forth with him about oh you know there's studies that you can do to prove that this you know these I've seen these things happen like mm. the scratches on the face appearing in front of her eyes. Obviously, there's no like footage of that to show actually show that yeah because when it does happen later on it's off camera so and also i don't know really how nowadays you could probably do yeah that. it'd be special effects but but back then i yeah. don't think they yeah, would yeah. really have had yeah. that 
aside from very quick but even then I don't even think that would even work you know like the camera moves around and mm. like oh my god someone obstructs a view and then move away and then they've got the there yeah but actually seeing the yeah. nowadays we could see that actually appearing on her face and we'd have no yeah. problem seeing it yeah. but makes you think oh well is she self-harming is she just scratching and all of that but I feel like for her it's it's not it's not the case I think it is genuinely Pipes is in control a little a little bit and he's the one taking over and oh there's a scene later further further along when he he is possessing her obviously because her voice changes mm. oh god that creeps me out like that the thought like of something taking over your body mm-hmm. that's why i don't drink alcohol because i just don't like being out of control like i won't get yeah, but your voice doesn't become demonic when you, <laughs> no, you have but... a drink <laughs> i think it's just the thought of me not being fully aware of what i'm doing that i don't like because right. i'm such a control freak yeah that the thought of something controlling me and i have no control over myself I just treats the living crap out of me. Blech. <laughs> but yeah. Kim, though, she's the little girl and she's yeah. really cute, but... Oh, God. It, I think this is a bit where my sister used to do this, apparently. She'd be talking away, yabba, 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 yabba. Mum would come in and go, who are you talking to, Sarah? I'm talking to granddaddy's on the wall, I'm thinking. So Mum used to tell me that she did this and I'd be like, oh, my God. Like, if we ever had a child and I swear to God they said they're talking to whoever, I'd be like, well, you can stop. I don't think it's quite as simple as that. And I think that's what this bit is with Kim in this storyline, where yeah, she's, she's like, no, Pipes wants to talk to me. Yeah, and yeah. He wants you to see all this and all that kind of stuff. And That, yeah. oh, it unsettles me, especially because mm. she's so young. Yeah, you kind of get that. It's, it's almost like a trope in the sense of, in other films where that occurs, that a, a kid is like, oh, it's my imaginary friend and stuff. And well, it happens all the time. Yeah, like the, um, we watched off screen, didn't we? And we hadn't done a podcast on it. Oh, um. Amityville Horror. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and she's was, saying about her yeah. friend. Is it Annabelle or something? I don't know. No, that's from a different... Some, some <laughs> yeah. Film, yeah. A friend doesn't yeah, like yeah. that. And, yeah. Oh, Paul, I swear to God, like, I would be crying if my child ever said that. I don't think I could handle them having an imaginary friend because I always think it actually they are real. Did you not ever have one? No, no. did you? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I'm just saying. Oh. Um, you're thinking there's somewhat ghostly if they are. Yeah. Imaginary friend. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know, just I feel like those things are more like a coping mechanism, so like from some other trauma or something. You know, think of like Danny Maybe. Um, from The Shining. You know, that's... What's The Shining? I've not seen that film before. <laughs> <laughs> Any good? Piss off. <laughs> <laughs> but you do have other people where it seems like, as, as certainly at the beginning where it feels like it's a little bit jovial and mm. when people are calling in on the phone lines it almost sounds like they're there's like this welsh guy who's doing like, seems like a bit of a wind up home i'm not, I'm not going to attempt to do the welsh accent but... you need to roll your r's no you don't you do Breathe it. Blood, 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 yeah. yeah no don't even try um, but yeah <laughs> I, I don't know i generally do didn't know if he was being serious like because she said oh don't joke he could be actually generally serious like that could happen what a sandwich would just fly across the room could happen. <laughs> I know you miles away. Yeah. <laughs> I know you don't believe it, but I do generally think that yeah, it could. It could have happened. Like ca- like candles can float in midair, or lights. Oh, can, can fl- they? Have you ever seen a candle float in midair? No, I haven't personally, but I'm pretty. Except sure in Harry Potter. Oh, you! I can't wait until you get your first ghostly encounter because you will absolutely shit yourself. When's that going to be? I don't know. Are you planning something? 
No. Because oh. oh. it cracked me up. <laughs> so the mum's had a bit of a, a bit of a trauma in in herself, basically. So she's a single mum of two, separated from her husband, and I feel like it's a bit of a. So their own lies to sort of trauma that's for a broken family type of thing. But you say, no, say trying to say everybody from a broken family is got a trauma. I'm sorry that your mum and dad are no, still together, I... and you're so blessed. <laughs> no, no, I'm just. Obviously, for the sake of what this yeah. film offers, that, that kind of you can no. put the psychology behind that, couldn't you? In a sense, that's like mm-hmm. one first thing you jump to, really. You can, but, yeah. But she has like an encounter with the glory hole. I don't know why they're calling it a glory foot hole through this because yeah, it's I feel like that's of, something wrong. It's, it's a more cellar, of a, a CD thing. Like when you just go into a bathroom stall, and that's where you normally find them. Not in a you know under the stairs the basement yeah so i don't know if it's a cellar or if it's just like a harry potter cupboard i feel like it's yeah. deeper than that be- to be fair so i feel like mm-hmm. it's going down into the basement or something and this is where he because he used to have a dark room so like underneath the step if it was just like that length yeah. of this harry potter cupboard yeah, yeah it wouldn't be you don't you don't really see how far that it goes deep but it feels well, it feels have a dark like it's room it's, it needs to be bigger than underneath deep, the stairs. i think it does yeah mm. sort of vaguely you kind of see something like how far it goes back but not quite like for a great length of time so obviously she feels like there's a presence down there she hears a voice and she's like struggling to breathe all of that Mm -hmm. kind of aspect so it could have been a panic attack you could you could normalize it and say Mm -hmm. oh she's had flashbacks of her husband and she's wanting these papers and getting herself all hot up and stressed Mm -hmm. feel like someone's breathing on her neck type of thing yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> that's that's the bit that I always feel like it is like if I ever sense anything or feel any a presence, I always feel like it's like behind me. Yeah, no, I get, I get what you're saying because you're unaware completely, and then by the time you turn around, it's, oh, there's nothing there. But mm-hmm. was there something there? And that kind of like Sarah has that in the bathroom. Would you feel like there was a presence? Easy, easy, not easy. In done as huh? Not in our bathroom. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying in the in the film. Where I'm she... my sister then in our bathroom. I'm probably proud of my pants. <laughs> Sorry, no. Sarah Green, no. Yeah. Not Sarah Wilkinson. Oh. <laughs> it's like, has she not told me something? Like, <laughs> Exactly, that's exactly it. And I used to have that a lot. I've had it on the odd occasion at this house, but I don't know if that's just when I'm really tired. It sounds really strange, but you know, like when you feel like... Again, just... mind playing trick on. I think so. Your yeah. eyes feel like they're more blurry, or you mm-hmm. can see, you can make things like I know. Throughout this film, I was making shapes out of things, and it was quite funny how people were calling up saying, "Oh, yeah, just... yeah. seeing that in the in the curtain," and yeah. even they put, point out the lens, like, "Yeah, you know, if you just draw on the thing, it's like I kind of make out a shape there in the." In well, when the she, it was funny because what she was making a shape out of, I was like, "No, love, that's it's not." An, that's more it's... like the body. It needs to be a bit further up, because yeah. you can, so, yeah. You sort of see it from that footage, but then we've went rolled it back on one one sequence. It was not there. It's like, huh? Odd that it was not the same. It wasn't showing the same mm-hmm. thing because the outline wasn't there. And then it's kind of when he's coming towards the end, where he's he's more present. You do kind of get like a glimpse. Uh, yeah, yeah. That is a that's for me. That's something like one unsettling thing because that again that kind of like. Oh, did I see something? But then it's like, it's not there. And it's like, there was clearly a shape in the thing and that's a bit like, oh. Well, yeah, I didn't think there was like a mask kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, I yeah. saw like a person and a mask and then everything in the way they were describing him. Yeah. Because people were ringing in saying, oh, well, actually, that looks like this. And the girl, Kim, was describing him exactly how 
loads of people ringing in yeah. were yeah. describing him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it. I don't know if he the way that he looked doubts me. I don't think a ghost is. Well, I don't really know if he's a ghost or what he is to be honest in this, but I normally think they're represented by color. Right, and what in what sense? So it'd be more like a silhouette than it would be like, oh, there's a person rocking up in a petticoat or like, um, right, you know, like, I think like Victorian I've... clothing. It's you wouldn't really see a facial. You see, well, you'd see depends, facial figures, really. but it would be more. For example, all like the guy, the guy that used to live in four eight three, the man. It was it was a man. You mean that went before you. No, like the people that Sarah, who me and Sarah thought we could see. Oh, right, yeah. Was a man. Right. And he was more like, he had a top hat on, but you could see the shape of a top hat. Yeah, because that's easy to distinguishable, yeah. Uh, But everything else about him was Was black. Right. You could see facial features, but it was all like done in like charcoal, let's say. Right, so there was shades where the eyes and the nose would be essentially the lines of it, but not like a clear as day. Seeing that, oh yeah, that's a that's a face with yeah. he's got a mustache or a mark on his cheek or something. Oh, red, red. Yeah, that's what I'm meaning. Or like, oh yeah, just his rosy, like you just his rosy cheeks. Yeah. No, but like for example, she was saying all about his eye oh, and that he'd been mauled and. Yeah. Right. Okay. I don't really think it. Well, was... I think that just gives, in this case, more of a a distinguishable character feature for thing, especially mm. as you see on the drawings, it's like, oh, you can def- like, see the logs like, like blood dripping down or something like on the Ugh. face and stuff. But So that's another quick thing that does kind of make it a bit more unsettling is, you know, like, the kids' drawings and it's like, oh, look at me, here's me, mummy, daddy, and little dog or cat. And then there's this, this shadow that's like mm. on the other side of the page, like looking over, look, what's that towering? Oh, that's my friend. I'd yeah. cry. I would really cry. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever done that to mum, I don't think. She's never said I've come home no. and drawn no, anything not like that. that. So that's good. Yeah. So hopefully if neither one of us have done it, if you mm-hmm. do have a child, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have the same thing. But I think this has always been to the case of when I've been little and they always said that I could speak to people if I wanted to. And I think that's when it's just become the thought that I can scares me. Mm-hmm. But I think for you it's quite interesting, isn't it? You find this all quite intriguing. Mm-hmm. Were you actually generally scared? When you watch this, or because it's your second time watching it, you've no. I think this is my third time watching it. No. Huh. It's still got that vibe to it. Obviously, mm. not from the, because obviously I knew going into it that it wasn't a genuine. Again, because after the well after the facts, thirty yeah. odd years, that it's like, oh yeah, let's see how scary this is. But I still feel like it's quite impactful, especially because it's like a homegrown type of product in a sense. You know, like it's British broadcasting mm. essentially. So. There's that level of thing because it's sort of more, sort of more relatable, with the you know like again people are sort of vaguely know from yeah yeah just you know TV personalities Was and stuff it and scarier watching it this time with me or did you not get that? I think more when you started with the the like demonic voice thing that didn't bother me as much but certainly still the cameraman looking mm. in the room and then going coming back that still still gets me and. Other stuff, and there's still there's something more haunted about, especially this sort of distressed cat wailing as well. Oh bit. God, don't put me off cats! I mean, Jesus, like I absolutely adore a cat. Like I really do. We've obviously we've got Arthur, who's yeah. our pride and joy. And I've had I've always grown up with cats, and this was like a bit of a. They tell the story of there was a man that lived there, but he didn't he didn't rent the house. He just kind of leased yeah. it and 
lived with, I think he was his nep- the, nephew, their nephew. Mr. Mr. Mrs. Sellers, yeah. And... He was from a mental institution or something. He shouldn't be like, like out in the public, you know, in yeah, an area of that. Yeah, he'd done quite a lot yeah, of casualties and he'd, he'd hurt people, I and think. And it's like molestation and stuff. So, he's, yeah, and it makes it all make sense for the whole, like, get off me type of thing, trying to... Yeah. And touch the girls and stuff. Touch the girls, yeah. 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 And then yeah. also with the way that he's he dies, obviously, he kills himself and hangs himself in the cellar. And he had loads of cats, and they were locked in with him. And the pet, his auntie and uncle, were away for two weeks. Tw- yeah, twelve days. Yeah. So basically, yeah. they didn't come. They came back to a rotting body, yeah. and the cats got hungry and ate him, or at flesh and sort of chopped yeah. him. So yeah, if that is true, and if that did actually generally happen, which makes well, it sound like it, it is, because some random are wrong up, we wouldn't have just make it up. Well, I mean, if that did happen in the film, not actual. No, no, yeah, but yeah. It, if if it did happen. In that film, yes. and in that house, yes, I can imagine that there would be some trauma there, and that would still be embedded somewhere in the house. Mm-hmm. Imagine, like, I don't even know what ours ours is. What do you mean? We've got the deeds. We know who's lived here prior. It yeah, goes yeah. all the way back. Yeah. Well, there's nothing to worry about. Then <laughs> one of the things that I don't f- feel like is really addressed as such, like when they first go about, you know, getting that sample off the carpet, like this oh, wet yeah. ring on the floor it's like it doesn't that doesn't really come back at all it's, it's kind of just nothing to get round to it bless them because after but maybe everything... that's throwing a curveball in a sense like you know like, oh what's this and it's like oh, is this the only thing that we've got going on at the moment yeah and then it just ramps up with this you know turn off to a different mm-hmm. thing when things start getting a bit more i scary. don't understand why they've taken them out of the, the equation and like put her on telephones or whatever mm-hmm. and left the two girls being babysat by mm-hmm. sarah the tv presenter i'm like why she? What she's getting paid to look after the children for a night? I don't understand. She just she just, she just uh, come back later anyway, though, didn't she? Yeah, so. when everything starts kicking kicking off, and mm-hmm. obviously Susan has been banging the pipes, and that's when she's like, "Oh no, she's just doing it because she wanted everyone to believe we're true and we're not making it up." Mm-hmm. I did wonder if he was going to even arrive, pipes, because it's like, well, they're not daft. If you sat waiting for him, normally they don't come. If there had been nothing at all and been more just suggestive, would that have been as effective? No, for you? I don't but think like, I needed think, to I see think, anyone. I think though. like thinking of like Blair Witch Project, where you built up a lot more, maybe in your head, then you I don't see anything. Really. This is kind of left unstated as well at the end, as to what is it, what type of malevolent presence. Oh it yeah, is. that sounds that's, wow. That was better than what I was going to say. God, what were you going to say? I don't know, but he took the words out of my mouth, but they weren't the words I was going to say. Because it makes it sound like there's some, it's like, oh, you created a seance, basically, mm. at the, from it all. You know? that, that, the thought of a seance just Because, like, everything's going on in the studio. It's, that seems a bit OTT, like, oh, there's a wind coming in from where exactly you don't know that parkinson's trying to rationalize it all yeah yeah Yeah, he's still sat there he's still dedicated to the the craft yeah yeah he's not going yeah there was like some quite funny calls that they did they did have from like one person saying oh my (laughs) my husband's hurt himself on a glass table so like it shattered like just is that funny nowhere and then my children won't go to bed because they're stuck watching your TV. And I'm thinking, well, I'm sorry, you could turn the telly off. like Yeah, yeah. You know, you could unplug it mm-hmm. and then send them to bed. Also, why are they still up at this time yeah, watching it? I mentioned about the watershed as well. That was a thing in 9 o'clock watershed. That was... 9 o'clock? I, I don't think that's a thing anymore, you know. 
I feel like maybe 10 or 11. Yeah, probably more like that. Yeah, yeah. this is later on, kids. I think. What, what I was found funny, though, is the fact that Kim's like, oh, I'm, I want to go to bed now. Like, what kid says that? Yeah. Like, oh, 8 o'clock. Yeah, I'm sure. But I guess Every... it's been a lot of excitement for her with the TV presenters and everyone being mm-hmm. in a house. And But then it's weird because she's not actually going to sleep. She's just playing with a teddy on a bed, yeah, and no, that exactly. freaks me out. What, Especially since with... Pipe's in the corner, apparently. She says that's where he lives and mm. he's on, behind the curtain. Don't know why, but now I'm like, I don't want to draw my curtains because it's like, who's going to be there peeking on me? But overall, I think it does kind of capture what a good kind of document. I don't know if it's... Mockumentary. Well, it's mockumentary style, but uh, but it's supposed to be come across as like a documentary style. Like, they brought up things like, I think, Crime Watch and Hospital Watch. That was probably things that were like consistently, like, at that time, mm. where they, you know, they go into the heart of you know, what was going on in terms of those topics, those areas, you know, for the public to get an understanding of what it was all about. So this was like, it seemed like, oh, this is a new take on things. Yeah. Uh, but And obviously when I'm saying it's like the first ever one, rather than just almost like a pilot of it. Yeah, yeah. Of like thing, and then therefore it cements it a bit more, making it like seem like it's actually happening and, live and everything but in fact it wasn't it was obviously pre-recorded before even the date was released well that so. makes me wonder though I mean unless I just thought they couldn't get through for example like if you tried to ring the number yeah that would have been interesting actually thinking about it would they have had to set up like a temporary phone line for that number that kept flashing up and mm. did someone have to sort of pretend or <laughs> that it'd be some I don't know just like, make oh, it more ghostly you're... or something somebody's like I don't know, like just make just crackling noise if like, oh the number you dialed is can't be reached or something. I don't oh, know. Oh, it's too busy right now, now. to get yeah. through your caller number, yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you just oh Maybe that's a way they were getting some money through as well. Maybe. Yeah, you, well, yeah. you know what the BBC so are like. like yeah. Yeah, because they were trusted sources. I say I don't know if that's more still the case or not, or like they lost the way a bit, I think. <laughs> I think they were like they did have Piers Morgan, didn't they? And everyone really kind of appreciated him as a news presenter who would speak the truth on behalf was of the public. News ITV, wasn't he? And was Good he Morning Britain. Oh, yes, he yeah. was. Yeah. yeah, so he's. I don't think he had any involvement with BBC. I don't know who's, but... don't know who's on the BBC then nowadays. I don't watch no, the news. No, I no. sound so ignorant, but I, for my sanity, <laughs> I need to not watch the news mm. because I can make anything up in my head. Mm-hmm. As you can tell, like every shape that was in this film, like then I was like... Oh, I thought I saw something. Mm-hmm. I, I think I've got a quite vivid imagination. I think that's what screws me over. So overall, then, do you think it was quite effective in what it had to? Yeah, hundred percent. And I think I w- would watch it again and not be completely scared. It's, no, it's no one of those nice ones where it's not gory, like and horrific in that sense, but it still makes you feel un- uneasy. Those for me are the more effective horror films for me a, a lot of the time. Like I, I'm more about like sort of the supernatural stories that horror films mm. have to offer. They they affect me a lot more than yeah. just the oh, there's a killer in the woods no, going slashing over me. This because like I don't know, it doesn't really that doesn't terrify me that much. But similarly, like you, something that you can't necessarily stop. Yeah. <laughs> because like, how do you how do you stop it? Kind well, of thing is exactly. it's a bit more thing. And it, it just atmosphere is very important. And I think this does it in a way that. It sort of feels believable 
to a, to a degree. I but, think it does get a bit over the top and a bit kind of too much, but at the same time you're thinking, well, shit, you don't really know if this could happen. <laughs> and I think as well, the reason why a man with an axe or something like that doesn't scare you is probably, A, you won't go... It's always like, oh, you're in an isolated place by yourself in the woods, and it's like, well, just don't go to the woods at night. You know, yeah, simple yeah. little things like that where you wouldn't then get into these certain situations. Whereas this is always happening in your house. house. Yeah, exactly. You comfort with your four walls and yeah. then, yeah, you don't feel safe in here. And yeah, that kind of stuff is a bit more. Just with the ramping up towards the end, uh-huh. then, before we kind of go into scores and such, mm-hmm. it kind of leaves you knowing that the mum and Kim get out safely. Yeah. There's a cameraman being knocked out and he gets kind of put out on a stretcher with, I believe that's yeah. the same yeah. guy. Yeah. And then you've got Sarah and Susan yeah. who are still in the house. And to be fair, we don't know actually if they come out or or not. Mm-hmm. What's your take on that? What do you, what do you actually think is a conclusion on it? Obviously, she is still well. Yeah, and she yeah, is alive yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, such yeah. and well. Yeah, because I know that because she's on the documentary that they did for the disc <laughs> that I've got. I never really thought too much about like, oh, did she get out or anything mm. like that? But you just assume that in the house is or whatever's in the house is taken. Over. Them both, yeah, away and killed them off or whatever, and that's that. And with that situation, like, if it, that was true, mm-hmm. do you think they should just knock the house down? I don't know. <laughs> that's what I think they should do. Like, just completely, mm-hmm. that house should not be around anymore. And, it should just be. But then, then is that releasing pipes? But then, if he wanted, he could go anywhere. Let's be honest. <laughs> well, it's like the whole thing of you know, like, <laughs> come back to the shining. <laughs> That sort of like you built on an Indian burial ground, or mm-hmm. or any films that kind of do that. It's like if the ground is, let's say, corrupted with bad vibes or anything, yeah, then not, whatever uh, you've got on there, it's not going to go wasn't away. Buried there, was he? I'm guessing. No, no, I'm not saying that. But obviously, the the remnants of the thing, and if you just build over that, is that doesn't automatically fix the I'm thing. That just new not... new groundwork isn't going to. No, no, just knock it down and never build anything on it again. Then who's he going to torment? We've just got a random land just... Because, like, if... Oh, let's say they just not let anybody live in it anymore. Then can, what, what's what's his problem for not just going next door? I guess, yeah. <laughs> you know. Just, yeah. I don't... <laughs> Didn't really think about it too, too much. <laughs> really. <laughs> just the fact of the, the wind blowing and the cats yowling at the yeah. end and, in the creepy way. But, yeah. I have one last thing, though, before. Mm-hmm. Go to scores. This has sort of happened before with a different media back in 1938, I think, when the radio broadcast for War of the Worlds, Orson Welles' take on mm-hmm. War of the Worlds, like a radio play, was obviously broadcast to the public and they also they believed that, you know, the world was ending, essentially, oh. because, because, again, at that point, radio, that was probably the prime source of without getting a newspaper to you know entertainment and stuff and getting you yeah. information quicker yeah across. and so especially with the war of, and everything that yeah happened. exactly yeah first world war and mm-hmm. yeah so it's interesting how i don't think certainly by today's standards people aren't going to be so gullible to Probably without not. social media is yeah well yeah you just yeah. take everything with a pinch of salt so, nowadays yeah. don't you yeah. yeah seeing a tweet on something doesn't automatically make it fact no it doesn't <laughs> so now it's time for your score. And what would you rate it? 
So I would definitely watch it again. It wouldn't be like, a, oh, let's put this on every year, but it would be one that I can tolerate and can watch and not mm-hmm. be absolutely petrified. Well, the fact that it's a 12... It's daunting is, for a 12. A 12, yeah. Like, mm. I've watched sheepier 15s, I think, that have yeah. not been that bad. <laughs> yeah. Got some good acting. It's got some realistic kind of... For, for 1992 to be like, oh, this is, there's a floating plate or like a pillow kind of pictures and captured the way that they've done in... Mm-hmm. The way that they've shown like things being blown up and mm-hmm. the effects of it all and the lights and everything kind of moving ghostly, they do that really seamlessly. It doesn't look like it's fake. Right. It did scare me um, <laughs> at the back end. <laughs> Jumped on. But not to a point of where, like, I don't know why Babadook really got me. I don't, I don't know. Like, hmm. that really just made me feel very uneasy and like the Blair Witch maybe I was just feeling a bit scared that year I don't know maybe I've become a bit hardened <laughs> maybe or, yeah, yeah I don't know perhaps but I think overall I'm going to give it a 7 I don't think I can give it that's fair higher than Houseu mm-hmm. just because I can't um, it didn't make me laugh as much <laughs> and it was kind of on my least favourite topic mm. but I can appreciate what it's going for and what it is delivering okay it's fine, yeah. Um, for me, I think I did probably online. I think looking back on Letterbox, I did score it at nine. But oh, that's high. But I think that was probably on whether that was from just the first first watch, but sort of lost its impact a little bit. Obviously, on repeat viewings, I think it's more because I sort of know what's coming and it's sort of a slow burn mm-hmm. in a sense, building up to that. And it's kind of like, yeah, I want to get to the. When things start coming Ramping a bit more up. thing, and, and more to obviously see your reaction of how <laughs> you cope with it, but <laughs> I think it's going to be lower than okay. what I originally gave it. But whether it's, I think I'll put it at eight. Okay. Yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 Think about it because there's there's certainly enough to to engage with in mm-hmm. terms of like a scare factor and stuff, but I think in terms of other stuff and other other films that I think are are more effective in what they do and how they portray sort of like spirits and stuff. This is don't get me wrong, this is this still works. There's still a level of scariness to yeah. it, but I think as as time goes on, it it's not something that like every year I'd be like, Oh yeah, let's bang ghost watch on. No. <laughs> yeah. It's just one to come back to every now and again and I think still in, yeah. Watch the shining, yeah, have we? This year. Not yet. No. Not yet. I've been just we walk this year. <laughs> like a park's tradition now, isn't it? Okay, no, that's good then. I appreciate that you're not too far off. I feel like we're getting our scores seem to be getting more in line. But I don't know what the next the final one is gonna be like for you. They're very intrigued. Let's say. Mm, I'm quite apprehensive. So doing alright so far with Has yeah. it been sort of like I think it's just I know the scare factor's gone up a little tiny bit from the previous yeah, two. Yeah, and I feel like is it how how up is it going to get yeah. on this one? The next but, time, yeah. yeah, and then that's the last one. For this year, yeah. Yes, nearly there. So thank you very much for listening to this episode, and if you'd like to check out some of our other episodes, you can do so by going to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and wherever else you get your podcasts from. And of course, if you'd like to leave us a five-star review, you can do so by going to any of those platforms that do the scoring system. That'd be very much appreciated. And if you haven't already followed us on social media, then you can. 
We are on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Threads, and you can follow us under the handle SP underscore film viewers. Like, subscribe, follow, heart, yada yada yada. <laughs> Please, thank you. And thank you very much once again to the patrons for voting. Yeah, I can't tell you off too much. You were all right. Thank you. And those lovely people that have already got us patrons are Jonesy, who is under the handle at Weight Loss Jonesy on Instagram, and his partner Emma, who is under the handle M underscore Hayton on Instagram. We've also got Ben from Film Bloggers and Mark from 100 Things to Learn from Film. So go listen to both of their podcasts. They're brilliant. So definitely highly recommend. And I think they were like two of the first people like we either had on ours mm-hmm. or we, we mm-hmm. were on theirs. Yeah. So I think kind of shows this community building. Mm-hmm. Another podcast friend we've got is Nico from the Good, the Bad and the Weird podcast. Yeah, done an episode. With them. I think that'll be soon airing. Yeah. So definitely so, go and yeah. have a look because we'll be guesting on there. Yep. And they've guested on ours. Yeah. For the voices. So yeah, have a look for that one. Also got our friend Gren, who is under the handle cgren underscore draw on Instagram. And then we've got my mum, who voted for this film as well. So I think this is the first time her actually voting. Everyone else has gone opposite to her. <laughs> this is the first time that she's actually picked a film from the Patreon pick that actually won. And the last two people we've got so far are Shani, who is under the handle sdog on Instagram, and Alex, her partner soon to be husband and friend of ours, who is under the handle desperately seeking username on Instagram. And if you would like your name shouted out and get the chance to vote for a film we watch once a month, then all you need to do is go to patreon.com forward slash spfilmviewers. Only costs £1 or $1.50 a month to do so. Become a patron? Yeah, it'd be very much appreciated if you did and helps us support the show, of course. So that's it for another episode in Spooky Season. Yes. And one more to come, so. And then it's Christmas. We've got November before that, but yeah. You know, there's another month it doesn't go to. No, it just goes Christmas. Didn't you know that's what the SP um, hierarchy said? <laughs> no. <laughs> did you, were you not in on that meeting? No, clearly um, not. Well, they adjourned it and they said that's what's happening. Right. Yeah. See. Overruled. Yeah. By me. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. Uh, no. Yeah. No, because the hierarchy <laughs> is higher than you. Objection. <laughs> Denied. Sit down. <laughs> I'm sat down. <laughs> All right, so thank you very much for listening to this episode once again. And we will speak to you next time. Speak to you next time. Bye now. Bye. Bye.